This episode of the Morning Skate is brought to you by Laga Sports. Laga Sports specializes in making 100% custom, fully sublimated uniforms and apparel for a variety of sports, but they're known for the premium quality and creativity of hockey jerseys. They have a one-price, any-design policy. It doesn't matter if you're looking for a simple NHL style or if you're wanting to create jerseys that look like Rebel Fighters from Star Wars. The price will always be the same, and the design of possibilities are endless. Check them out at lagasports.com. That is lagasports.com. L-A-G-A-S-P-O-R-T-S dot com. Own your look, own the game. You'll lose 11 seconds. You've got 10 seconds. The countdown going on right now. Morrow, up to show. Five seconds left in the game. Do you believe in miracles? Yes! Welcome back, episode 84, Keds here, Hal's on the IR, bringing in Poppin' in the studio, got a jam-packed episode talking World Junior, NHL in the news, you know, pretty much the whole kit and caboodle. Papa, what's up, brother? Not much, man. There's a shit ton to talk about. Um, there's so much happening right now in the hockey world, and I fucking mm-hmm. love it, so it's let's the, get started. It's the best. Uh, before we actually get started, uh, we're doing more merch. That's going to be coming out. I'm thinking sometime around February. I got together with my design guy yesterday. Went over some shit. If you follow us on Instagram, which is at morning underscore skate, you'll see that we updated our new highlight section there, which is pretty sweet. And we changed the the header on our website, which I think looks pretty dope. So we're gonna we're gonna start rebranding a little bit, and it's it's gonna be legit. So stay tuned for that. Um, yeah. So let's yeah, I like that. Let's hop let's hop right into it. NHL in the news, play the music, the Rush version. Okay, so let's just break it down here. Uh, first things first, Carter Hutton still kept, still stuck on 13 wins. That fucking guy. I need I just need seven more out of the way. All right, moving on. World Juniors. Uh, it was the best time of the year. There were some awesome games. Uh, Finland beat the U.S. 3-2 for the gold medal. I think let's just open up with that one right now. Uh, what, I mean... Am I the only one that thought that game was atrocious until, like, the third period? Like, I was bored out of my mind until the third period started. Well, I, I, I like, I was fucking furious when they disallowed the goal yeah. right off the bat. Mm-hmm. Like, are you fucking kidding me? Like, that was goalie interference? No. No, I get it. But, you know, what fucked them is, is they had it that way, so I had to be, like, conclusive to, like, overturn it. And there was no way that there was anything there that was going to be like, oh, yeah. Dude, it's gotten so fucking soft with... The goalie interference and even Three the redirection of the puck with the with the skate, like yeah. the rushing game. Mm-hmm. Like, all right, well, can we like update the fucking rules? Is, <laughs> is it really that difficult? Like, we're on the same page. These kids are all going to be playing in the NHL next year. Like, let's fucking update the rules so it you know goes hand in hand. So like people are not confused. Like mm-hmm. even NHL Network had no idea what the rules are. Not like, a clue. Like, oh, that's a good call. One of them is like a crease violation. I was. 
Was it the crease violation was the rule that nobody had any idea what was going on? I think it may might have been that one. Because there yeah. was one where they like openly said, like, this is, like, we don't know what's really going on. It, it was something along those lines. Yeah, I mean, to go back to the game, though, the Finland and the U.S., it was kind of sloppy, but you, there were, like, times where, you know, you really saw, like, their skill. Mm-hmm. And, you know, it just got me excited, though, you know, for Hughes and Kako and the Rangers, like, doing shit. Like, it just got me excited that, like, the Rangers could potentially get one of those players because um, I don't want to go into a topic that we might talk about later, but those two players are the real deal. Like, they are definitely the best two players on the ice. Like, you could see it. Yeah, no, for sure. I thought it was kind of cool that that was, like, the showdown number one pick. Of course it's going to be like that. Like, like a fucking of course. Um, I don't know. I th- like, I also thought the U.S. like kind of like like kind of dominated that game. I don't know if that was just me too, but like it, during the first and second period, in my head, I remember like telling myself that like there's no way we're gonna lose this game. Like they are gonna beat Finland. Then we went down one nothing. Like eh. then two nothing. Like eh. and then it, it was just oh, was it two nothing? I think it was two nothing, right? And then we yeah. battled back. Yeah, I mean, but like the U.S. has been down. That was down like the whole tournament. I mean, yeah. they came back obviously against Sweden. That was crazy. Um, they, they just, like, you always had confidence in them that they would make it a game. Um, I thought they were definitely the better team, but, I mean, Finland was good. Like, and then, of course, you know, Kako scores the final goal. Of course. Yep. And, you know, what can you do? I mean, they, I don't know. The the whole fucking goal in the first period really fucking struck my nerve, so, uh, whatever. You, You silvered in Canada. You did better than Canada. That's really the main, the main thing. Yeah, the only reason I wasn't that pissed about that goal, I'm pretty sure it was Oliver Wallstrom's goal. So I was just kind of like, eh, I'm all right with that. <laughs> yeah. Fuck that guy. Yeah, it's the only time you'll ever fucking root for him. Yeah. Uh, for the Finland to actually get to the gold medal game, they had to go through and they had to beat Canada. Uh, the clip of the overtime where I think it was Noah Dobson had a one-timer that could easily end the game. Stick breaks. Hockey gods again. Puck goes back the other way. Odd man rush. Finland buries. Uh, it came out like a day later. There was this stick company in Finland that – sent one of their sticks to Noah Dobson was like, hey, like we saw that you have trouble with your equipment. Here's a stick from Finland. I'm sure it won't break. Power move. It's definitely a power move, but I can also see like the like the Finland CEO of that company like being genuine. Like, genuinely, like, giving yeah. him, like <laughs> being like, oh man, tough break there. You know, yeah. they're almost like I feel like they could be like Canadians where they're just like super nice and like polite mm-hmm. and they're just like, oh, the stick broke. Like, yeah. let's get him a new one, boys. Like, it, I can see that, but um, yeah, tough, tough fucking luck there. Uh, I know like a lot, a lot of people were fucking, must've been DMing them where the, the kid's agent had to come out and basically say like, all right, oh, cut the shit. Like, yeah, that was, that was, that was a Canada's captain. I think his name's Maxime Contois or something like that. Yeah. He's legit though. That kid's going to be a really good player. I fucking hate that kid. He, he I, was, he was diving every single time somebody went near him and blew on him. He would fall over and he act like he got shot. Like, you're supposed to be the captain of Team Canada, dude. Like, you're supposed to have a, a fucking ball bag on you. You're supposed to be nails. Like, when I think of Captain of Canada, I think of, like, a Jamie Benn or Ryan Getzlab. Just some, some badass dude you don't want to fuck with. No, don't worry, dude. You got Maxime Comtois, who's just falling and flailing all over the ice. I, I was over that kid the first moment. With a name like Comtois, like, you know he's going to be a fucking issue. He's going to be a little bit of a head case. And, like, obviously, he's probably French-Canadian, right? It has to be. It has to be. Has to be. Yeah. So, like, you know, he's not like a – they're like a different breed of, like, Canadian. So, I mean, all, all of this is talking out of my ass. But 
I can just see him. He's just a different breed of Canadian. He's just a really good player, though. He is. Like, he's I a very player, good player. I with the fucking... Ducks for a bit. <laughs> yeah. And he was solid in the NHL. So, um, and he's got a good future. But annoying name, I'll give you that. And you know, he is a little bit of a bitch. So. Oh, I hate it. And then everybody, oh, leave the kid alone. He's eighteen, nine. Shut up, man. Like, stop pretending like you actually give a shit about what's going on. Yeah, he can fight in a war. He can take a DM. Yeah. Thank you. Oh, boom. Put that on a fucking t-shirt. Uh, and then another one. Oh, Switzerland upset the Swedes, which kind of fucked me because I, I bet the Swedes to win the tournament at plus 550. So that that kind of – I thought that was a, like an all right bet. Apparently it wasn't. I did not see that happening. Although I did hear that uh, Sweden got like banged with banged up with the flu. Like everybody on their team was like super sick. Yeah, I heard there was like even all the teams were affected. Mm-hmm. Uh, like I think that's why like uh, DeAndre Miller was out. Yep. Um. So yeah, that kind of sucks because you know obviously that affects the entire tournament in the game. Andre, I like that kid. I mean, like everyone's talking about like how big of upsets they were. Like I didn't think there were like that big of upsets. Like uh, I don't know. Like obviously Finland won the whole thing. So beating the like Canadian team, was that really an upset? Like they won the tournament. They True. are the best team. I definitely think the Switzerland over the Sweden is an upset. That's like, that's an upset, but like, I wasn't like, Oh my God, that's crazy. Um, but you know, it is what it is. I mean, the Swedes had a good team, but no. Yeah. And I mean, they fucked me on the gambling. So thanks. Thanks Papa. You've created a monster. Uh, so after after this tournament, Denmark's out, Germany's in, and the pool that they're going to play with in the 2020, they're going to be in the pool with the U.S., Canada, Czech, and Russia. So, good luck. What do you what, what do you have on that? Like, oh, hey, welcome to the show. We're just going to play you with everybody who's good. Yeah, I mean, I guess at this point you're just happy you get to play four games against, like, really good talent, and hopefully you get noticed. You know, I'd throw the cage on just so people think that, like, I'm younger than I am. Yeah. Like, is that an option? <laughs> right, dude, like mind games where it's like, oh, well, that kid could be good. No, he he's just 24 years old. He, he like, they should all come in ago. just with cages. So yeah. everyone's like, oh, my God, this team's just a bunch of young studs. And like, ready to right, battle like, and headbutt people, too. Yeah, no, for sure. Just, like, play the intimidation factor. Just try to play mental games the entire time. I mean, that's – and you're young kids. I feel like mental warfare goes a long way when you're that young compared to, like, when you're an established that. Like, all eye black and stuff like that? Mm-hmm. Like, indoors? Like, yeah. just – Fuck with, fuck with them. Yeah, like, like I, I don't know. Everybody has to dye their hair like gray or something like that. Yeah, like that'd yeah, be something weird. like weird, like weird. yeah. I, sacrifice like a duck at center ice, like before the game. Could do that. Yeah, <laughs> Maybe, doesn't have to be a duck. Can be anything, but well, you know, just something. Yeah, I, I'm not gonna. <laughs> sure. Okay. Uh, and then, the U.S. a bald eagle. That would be fucking. Yo, fuck that, man. I would fuck them up if they ever even thought about doing that. Yeah, that would probably work against them. My bad. Uh, I just have two more things about the World Junior Tournament in regards to Team Russia. Did you see the Klim Kostin guy? He, uh, I'm a big fan of this kid. So they lost to the United States, and then he's like in the medal, and the, the camera views in on him, and he just looks up and he goes "fuck you" like super loud, and then he like he. I'm sure his agent like made him come out and like say sorry and all this shit. And then in the next game he scored, he like put his his hands up to cover his ears, like he couldn't hear like the fans and shit. I was a big fan of that, and also big fan of Vitaly Kratsev. What what did you have on this kid? Rangers first round pick this last year. Uh, I don't know if you know this came out today. He played the entire tournament with a torn tricep, and on top of that, he played a position center that he's never played before, and he's still fucking. He was a point per game player. 
plus. Number one, number one, I didn't know he was playing with the torn tricep until today. Yeah. So that's fucking awesome. Mm-hmm. Number two, I fell in love with him the very first game when he put the puck between his legs. That's his go-to like move. A nice little backhand on that. I was mm-hmm. like, oh my god, he might have a <laughs> player that can create offense on his own. Mm-hmm. And just like the whole tournament, like I, I. And then number three is I love the fact that he was able to play center, like yep. against like this type of talent. So. You know, there's a lot to love about, you know, about him. But I thought he played overall, center well, too. Overall, I thought he was, like, very good. And mm-hmm. then the fact that he was playing with the torn tricep, like, now I'm way more in love. I was a little underwhelmed with uh, Miller. I know we're Ranger fans, and some people don't care about this, but... No, I was, too. I think a lot of it had to do... I think he was sick. And I think that yeah. had... And he didn't really play that much, it seemed. No. I just like the fact that he's big, and you know what? At this point, he's better than Mark Stahl, so bring Fact. him up. Facts only. So that was our World Junior segment. Now we're going to bring it into the NHL. You wrote this blog, the pedersen Kotkaniemi incident. Uh, I think Pedersen finishes hit on Kotkaniemi, and then Kotkaniemi like, gave him a hook. They got tangled up, went down. Could have been a lot worse than what it was. You came out and said, I can't believe they weren't suspended, essentially. Like, not saying, I don't think you said, like, you thought that he should be, but, like, you were rattled that people weren't more pissed about it, slash, like, you didn't see anything about it. Um, I mean, maybe I'm putting words in your mouth. What what were you thinking there? Well, I kind of wrote the article to kind of troll people a little bit, because (laughs) the last time I think I was on, we were talking about the Matheson hit Mm -hmm. against Patterson, and, and, like, he got suspended two games for that. This is virtually the same thing, Mm -hmm. except it wasn't a head injury, it was a knee injury. Mm-hmm. and no one's talking about the suspension. Mm-hmm. So I thought the line that the NHL drew was that if you hurt an NHL star, you're going to get suspended. I mean, it, it was behind the play. He didn't need to do it. So, I mean, listen, I'm with everyone that fucking said no under the, you know, the, in, in Twitter. Mm-hmm. I was with them 100%. Mm-hmm. I wrote the article kind of troll the NHL, kind of troll people yeah. that, you know, said that they agreed with the Matheson suspension. Mm-hmm. No, I agree with you. And it's funny because... Whenever you write something like that, like, I know that's what you're doing because, like, I know you. But yeah. I also know, like, oh, people, people are well, going to be up in arms. I was the one person, and then I, like, clicked onto his profile, and I was like, I shouldn't even bother with this guy. Like, yeah. this guy. Just leave him alone. Just let it ride. That's all you got to do. Let it ride. Yeah, but I do like, like, responding to people because I do like poking fun. You know, I would want someone to poke fun at my comments, and, like, I don't know. I get it. Little little engagement, if you will. Um, yeah, but there's no reason why there wasn't a suspension given by the NHL. Because, I mean, the line that they drew, they drew. And now they have to live by it. Mm-hmm. I agree with that. Um, moving on. The glow puck came back for the Kings-Oilers game on Saturday. I didn't get to watch it. But they had like a 90s night. Were you a fan of the glow puck back in the day? Yeah. I mean, listen, I was definitely a fan of it back in the day, um, but I feel like it was more effective back in the day because the fucking quality of the game sucked, like, compared to it is now. Like, sure. you, don't need, you don't need it now. But, I mean, it was cool for, you know, the two minutes that I saw it. Mm-hmm. But I, I don't need that an entire game. Like, that's insane. Yeah, I, yeah, I agree with that. Like, maybe have it for, like, warm-ups or, I don't know, something like that. But I like, agree with you. I, I thought it was, I thought it was kind of cool. Thank God. I thought it was kind of cool if they brought it back. Shout out to the Bama kicker. It seemed like he got his shit together. Now now they're up too. So that's 
Big for me. Um, so, yeah. Yeah, glow puck. Moving on. All-star rosters. I'm going to read you the list because I pulled it, pulled it up here. So, in the Atlantic, we got Jack Eichel, Nikita Kucherov, Austin Matthews, David Pasternak, Steve Stamkos, John Tavares, uh, Tomas Shabbat, I don't know, Keith Yandel, Jimmy Howard, and Carey Price. The Metropolitan, Sebastian Ajo, Cam Atkinson, Matthew Barzell, Sidney Crosby, Claude Giroux, Taylor Hall, John Carlson, Seth Jones, Braden Holpe, and Hank, Henrik Lundqvist. Uh, the Central Division, Patty Kane, McKinnon, Ryan O'Reilly, the guy who fell out of love and fell back into love with hockey. Miko Rantanen, Mark Scheifele, Blake Wheeler, Miro Heiskanen, uh, Roman Yossi, Devin Dubnik, and Pekka Rene. And then the Pacific Division, Johnny Gaudreau, Johnny Hockey, Clayton Keller, Connor McDavid, Joe Pavelski, uh, Elias Pettersson, Brent Burns, Drew Doughty, Eric Carlson, not bad, uh, Marc-Andre Fleury, and John Gibson. So those are the 2019 All-Star rosters. What do you have on that? Do you, do you have some good stuff? I mean, Brent Burns and Eric Carlson are both going, and this was actually something that we're going to talk about next, but I'll just throw it in there right now. In the last four games, Brent, Bur Brent Burns and Eric Carlson have a combined 20 points. Last four games in the NHL. In the True. NHL, not beer league, in the NHL, two defensemen yeah. combined 20 points, four games, whatever. I, this is what I need. Papa <laughs> took them before the season to win a Stanley Cup, mm -hmm. and I need to see this kind of chemistry. Yep. I need to see a little bit more consistency from the Sharks. And, you know, if the, these guys want a chance to win the cup, these guys have to put up 20 points. In <laughs> four games. <laughs> like, <laughs> listen, there's no reason why they're not getting at least, like, two points a night if they're getting, like, four more power plays. Like, mm -hmm. these two guys up on the point are just dangerous. Mm -hmm. Burns had a clapper, I think, against the Calgary Flames. Like, I literally almost shit myself. So, <laughs> um, yeah, I mean... I'm really happy to see this. I'm like a you know closet Sharks fan, so seeing these two guys like finally starting to consistently connect, mm -hmm. uh, you know, definitely uh, moves it for me. That's scary. Scary for the Pacific Division and the NHL as a, as a whole. But I will be betting um, <laughs> the Atlantic to win. They're you're you're so going to bet the All Star game? Yes, absolutely. <laughs> um, but an another thing, so if H Hank. Is always represented by the Rangers. Yeah. What would happen if he drops out and then what well, they're gonna put Zook in, who's got like maybe twelve points for the year, and then what what do they just run with one goalie? Like they gotta replace a goalie. I feel like that would fuck up everything if Hank drops out. Yeah. Is that is that been like a rumor that he's going to? No, but like, yeah, so like hypothetically considering he can't stop anything. Yeah, I don't know how that would work. I'm sure like that would have to be like decided on way earlier. Yeah. Because I just, like, then, like, what, does a forward get knocked out? Like, like who do you knock out? I don't know how that works. That's a good question. I don't have a clue. Yeah, I'm just hoping it happens. <laughs> so stick to Lundqvist being our only all-star. Like, this is a joke. Mm -hmm. It's every year, too, man. It's just kind of like, you already know what's happening. Yeah. Okay. If Henrik Lundqvist wasn't the goalie uh, for the all-star team, who would the Rangers all-star be? Uh, probably Kevin Hayes. Yeah, that's what I would go with. I'd say I mean, Kevin he's Hayes. been our best player overall, yeah. like, th throughout the whole season. Um, Pion could honestly go as a defenseman. I mean, he had a sick first half, so 
I mean, like one of those two guys. I don't know. That's our best forward and probably best defenseman. Yeah, but then he got the wheels beat off of him the other night by Archibald or whatever the fuck that guy's name was. That's not a good look, Neil. You can't be you can't be trying to bully people and then get fucked up. Yeah, no. I mean, listen. I know it's frustrating playing for a shit team, but listen, you're part of the future, so just take it easy, ride out the the course, and then Hughes will come next year, and Hopefully. all will be well. Hopefully, we'll see. Uh, two more things in the NHL news. This one's quick. The Ducks and the Senators are both on eight-game losing streets. Their next game is against each other on Wednesday. Who do you have, the Ducks or the Senators? Honestly, the Ducks like seem like they're in a really bad spot, so I'm going to take the Senators on the road. I think they're in Anaheim, right? Uh, I don't know where they're at. I just know that they've both lost eight games in a row. I'll take the Senators. They seem to have uh, some more firepower. Duchesne is actually playing pretty well right now, so I'll, I'll take uh, I'll take Duchesne and the Sens over oh. the Ducks. All right, well, I'll take the Ducks, and we'll see how see what happens there. All right, guaranteed win by one of us. Boom. Uh, last thing. So all these NHL teams are starting to have like their own All Star games. I, this I don't know if this is new or not, but I saw the Canucks do it. Sabers did it. Uh, Rasmus Ristolainen hit 107.5 on the in the Sabers hardest shot competition. Like, what type of fucking like measuring stick are they using at this thing? I have no idea, but there was more people there than probably the entire Florida Panther season. Yeah, like it was packed. That, that place was packed. It was it was bumping, and mm-hmm. it looked like a lot of fun. I didn't even know they were doing this, um, but it made me think and like. The Rangers, Islanders, and Devils, like, I, they've got to be all at home at some point. They should do something for charity. I would 1,000% go to, like, a little all-star game if, like, those guys that, like, represented five, like, you know, five players each and did, like, a little all-star thing. I mean, yeah. like, they don't have to actually play each other, but, you know, just skills competition and stuff like that. Yeah, but, like, the thing about that, though, is you know that they're going to make it so, like, expensive to even attend something like that. Like, I think that's why it works in Buffalo and Vancouver because it's like, oh, yeah, you guys can show up if you want. Like if it was New York, they would charge like two hundred dollars, and only thirty people would go. Yeah, that's why I guess you got to do it at the Prudential Center. Yeah, that's why I would drop a little bit, but yeah, I mean, it was definitely cool. The one hundred seven point five is insane. Like, are you kidding me? Yeah, like, I, I just, I don't think that that's regulation. No, definitely, that's definitely not. Like I think I think like when Chara does the hardest shot at the skills competition, that's like when a like a pitcher just throws. But I think what Rasmus he like crow hopped. If you get that analogy, yeah, I'm not, uh, and then I think like your shot becomes harder if you get like if it's not like if the puck's moving towards you. Oh, I think it was one timers. If it was like a one timer, you definitely develop a harder shot. I would think so. I don't and know. Puck standing still. I thought that was crazy when I saw that though. I was like, I don't know if I believe that. It's like almost like you know how they do like in baseball, like the the speed off the bat. Yes. Like, oh, ball. what is that called? Uh, exit velocity. Yeah, exit mm-hmm. velocity. Something I like that. Like that. I like that. So, that was NHL in the news. Now we are going to get into some Twitter questions. We actually have a ton of Twitter questions this week, so that's cool. So, Drake, play the music. Yeah, trigger fingers turn to Twitter fingers. All right, first Twitter question. Should we stick a fork in Kovalchuk? In 33 games, he has 7 goals, 11 assists for 18 points. He's a dash, he's a dash 14. Uh, he's got seven power play points, two power play goals. So, what do you have on Ilya Kovalchuk? Is he done, or is it the team that he's on? I mean, he was done years ago. He's thirty-five years old. He hasn't played NHL hockey in what, like, five years? I mean, this is a young, young players' league. And listen, he's not going to be the player of of old. 
Like, mm-hmm. he just can't. The Kings stink. My biggest regret or before the season started was not taking their, their, their total points on my fucking mortgage on it. And, you know, it just drives me crazy that this guy has get, got all this hype and all this credit coming into the league. He hasn't played in the league in how many years? So, I mean, I don't – I hate Kovalchuk. I think it was a bullshit move what he did to the Devils. But, I mean, I'm glad that he's doing shit because it's exactly what I thought uh, he was going to do in L.A. Okay, I get what you're saying. But I think if you put Kovalchuk like, on the Toronto Maple Leafs, he has, he has way more points. I mean, if you put me on the Toronto Maple Leafs. Yes, you could also argue you, you could argue that with any player. I'm just saying the team that he's on is not helping out his, his point production. Like, the LA Kings are not a good team. So no, I mean, they're old and they're slow. But, so. but if you thought bringing Kovalchuk into was going to change that and make you, you have a good team, then I think that's kind of where the problem is. Yeah, I mean, I was really nervous that the Rangers were going to sign him because mm-hmm. that would have been typical Rangers. So mm-hmm. uh, thank God that they didn't. Mm-hmm. Um, you know, L.A., you're getting exactly what you you wanted. You got an old player that hasn't played in the NHL, and this is the points he's going to put up. Get used to it because that's who he is now. Mm-hmm. No, I agree with that. That's a good question. Uh, next one. Will Guy Boucher get fired in the middle of a game? Go discuss. Guy sounds like a Senators fan. Sounds like he's over Guy Boucher. What do we have on this? Eight games in a row. You think he would have been fired by now? You think he would have been fired at the beginning of the year when when the players just like took a giant shit on him? Uh, well, I go. Well, first off, I wouldn't want to be the one firing him, and I would do it over a phone, not face to face. The guy's scary. <laughs> yeah, number he's two, star. I mean, listen, you ex- did anyone expect the Senators to be like? I thought they were going to be a bottom three team. They're actually not doing that bad considering what they've gone through and mm-hmm. and what they were supposed to do this season. And Craig, and Craig Anderson probably has faced most shots in the NHL. Mm-hmm. And, I mean, what can you say about the Senators? They're supposed to be a bottom three team, and right now they're not. So they're playing above what they should be. And I don't know if you could fire a guy for, you know, for, you know, stuff that's out of his hands. Yeah, I, I always thought, like, Craig Anderson was going to be that guy that was going to go win a cup, like, later in his career. Like, never that flashy of a goalie, but, like, a goalie that could, like, fill in on, like, a team that, you know, goaltending may not be. You know, every once in a while, for like, a cup, like, that happens with one of the goalies. He's not really in it, but, you know, he could be. They always thought, like, maybe Craig Anderson was going to be that guy. I don't know if that's going to happen anymore. I mean, I can see him, like, if, like, Hellebuck or something got hurt permanently and, like, you know, yeah. the Jets can trade for him. Mm-hmm. And he, I think he could carry a team a few rounds. I do, too. And I don't know. Fuck! I don't know if that'll happen, but uh, we're going to move on. Um, the Belfast Giants took two wins over Sheffield. Do it. So I don't know what this is. And I went on. They're uh, over in England. The, the Belfast Giants are 26-8, and eight, and the Sheffield Steelers are 17-17. and 17. I don't know what you want me to say about this, but this seems like it'd be a pretty, like, a, like duh moment, right? Well, I, I think there's, like, uh, they got the Centennial Cup or something mm-hmm. this weekend. So, oh. I mean, you got Blair the Scare Riley leading the pack with, you know, 23 grapes, 22 <laughs> apples. I'm glad Ty that you know more about this than I do because I don't Ty have a clue. shut down Beskarawani in net. Mm-hmm. So, I mean, the guy, the kid, like, I think he only has four losses on the whole season. Um, it's the Challenge Cup, so I don't really know what that is, but it sounds like uh, whoever is going for it, Belfast, this, you have to go through Belfast. Mm-hmm. So, I mean, good luck. Good luck to the rest of the team. Yeah, you know what they you know what they say when you have to go through Belfast. Good luck. 
Yeah, good luck. <laughs> good luck. <laughs> good luck. Uh, the men are going to fucking shut it down. Yeah, good, good luck, boys. Uh, is Jack Hughes overrated? He had In five games, he had four assists. I don't know if it's overrated. He didn't really play in all the games. He wasn't really... I don't think he was really used how everybody thought he was going to be used until the gold medal game when we were down there. Like, okay, maybe we should start getting this kid the puck a little bit more. Uh, I think he's nasty. I think he's really, really good. I don't think he's overrated at all. I think he got really good as the tournament went on, like, and he was actually starting to play. Mm-hmm. Uh, he's also 17 years old. Uh, if, if he's overrated, who are you taking over him? Kako? And then what? He goes number two overall? Uh-huh. I think that's kind of, yeah. He's 17. Well, that, that's actually going to bring us into our next question. How does the New York Rangers way look? Who is your top three draft picks? Uh, I do like that Capo Caco, dude. I like him a lot. But it's one of those things where if you don't pick the American boy, I would be so bummed out. So I think those two, I'm going to go Hughes, uh, Caco, and then, ah, boy, Pold, Pod Colson? Pod Colson? Yeah, I had... I've been looking at the NHL mock draft, and they have this kid like Cozens at number three. Yep. The, the kid is, you know, tearing up. Uh, I don't know if he's in the what league is he in? I don't know. He plays for the Lethbridge Hur- Hurricanes. Uh-huh. He's got in thirty nine games, twenty three goals, thirty two assists, fifty five points, decent, plus fourteen, decent. <laughs> I mean, he's a six foot three Canadian, so but he's righty, so he might not be that great. Yeah, I, I mean, I just took the Russian guy just because I would want another Russian playing with my homie Vitaly. Yeah, I'm done. I, I would, I would hope that the Rangers would draft a Canadian. Like, you need a Canadian. You just fucking need a Canadian. Can yeah. we stop with the Europeans? Yeah, do it for me once. Do it, do it for me. Do it. draft a player that you know, like history shows that's probably a good idea to do. Yeah, just I just want one good Canadian on our team that we draft. That's it. Yep. That's all. I, I agree with that. Uh, the Bruins hot streak, not really going to talk about it. 7-3, they've won their last four. I mean, I don't really think it's a hot streak. I think just they're a really good hockey team. Yeah, I mean, they don't give up any goals, so they're in every single game that they play, yeah. and they have the top two best lines in hockey. You know, when Bergeron's back in the lineup, they can beat anyone. So, uh-huh. I mean, they're a good team. They're gonna, and I really hope that we get a Bruins-Maple uh, Leafs first-round matchup. Ooh, that'd which be sick. will bring them to our... Uh, I don't know if we're going to into that right away. Almost. We have one more. That would have been the uh, most perfect segue ever. We just have to talk about Mackenzie Blackwood really quick. In eight games played, uh, he's he started six of them. He's 3-2 and two with a 1.83 goals against, 9.47 save percentage, two shutouts. Keith Kincaid, emoji boy, three three goals against, 900 save percentage. That's cool, dude. Take that back to your fucking... Go to, the, go to the coast and put that up, Keith Kincaid. And then Corey Schneider hasn't won a game in a calendar year. So, Kenzie Blackwood. I mean, I feel like the Devils are starting to rally around somebody who can actually stop a puck. I think that's kind of what's happening there. I don't know if he's that good. I just feel like the Devils are more comfortable with somebody, like a human being that can stop a hockey puck. I mean, he's got the same initials as Marty Berdour. So, that's that's oh. the, like, the first thing he's got going for him. Yeah. Um, but, you know what? Fuck him. I hate this kid. <laughs> you want to know why? Because I, ha- I was on my way up to Lake George. I'm listening to the Devils, Carolina Hurricanes. It's one nothing. Justin Williams, like, literally skates by him. Too much of a breeze. Um, I, I forget who. I forget. Who, I think Tara Vinen scored, and they called it back because Justin Williams was too close to him. Like oh, it was really? the third call I've ever seen in my entire life. Um, so fuck this kid. He's getting all the calls. 
one of those shutouts shouldn't have been a shutout. They probably would have lost that game with the momentum swing. I'm kind of in on this kid now because I fucking hate I hate Carolina. Well, where was the game? Was it in Carolina or was it in New Jersey? Uh, I think it was. I don't, I'm not sure. If it was in Carolina, I'm a huge Mackenzie Blackwood fan. If it was in New Jersey, I hate him. Uh, I think I think it was in New Jersey. Oh yeah, so. I hate him then. Hate him. If it was in Carolina and it stopped them from doing that stupid fucking celebration, then that'd been something I'd been. Yeah, I mean, I'm sure he's their next franchise goalie, and yeah. he'll. I don't know where Mackenzie Blackwood. He'll be the man. All right. Uh, thank you for the Twitter question. Send those in every week. Appreciate it. Next one, Patty B Hotline. Take away, Pat. Hey, this is the Patty B Hotline, brought to you by the Morning Skate. All right, Patty B. Thanks, bud. Uh, so now we are going to get into. Oh, shit. It's going to take a minute. Sorry, folks. Technical difficulties trying to get this up. Our Patty B Hotline. Uh, we got one call this week. It's actually a pretty good call, too. Uh, and it is right here. Go. Hey, morning, Steve. Patty B here. All right. I've been slamming a few Stone Enjoy by his very heavy beer. Hell yeah. So I got a really good question. All right, anyways, um, season ended today. What matchup would you be looking forward to see if the playoffs happened? If the season started, and if the postseason started today. All right, later, guys. Bye. All right, Patty B. You were on a tear, and then I think you got a little bit confused, but I think I can I can say it. Uh, what playoff matchup would you look forward to if the regular season ended today? Thank God ESPN does this, because I don't know how that all works out. So if it ended today, we would have Tampa Bay playing Buffalo. We would have Toronto playing Boston. Washington playing the Islanders. The Islanders would make the playoffs. Um, Pittsburgh playing Columbus. That's a classic showdown. Uh, Nashville, Colorado, which would be a good game. Good series. Winnipeg, Dallas, like that a lot. Vegas, San Jose, and Calgary, and Anaheim. So what series would you look forward to? And I'm going to throw a wrench in it. You can't say Toronto-Boston because I think that's just an easy one to pick. Oh, man. Um, Probably... Well, now that without Toronto and Boston, yeah. from the east, I would probably want to see. Um, oh God, who do you who are you picking? I from the east. I mean, I love I'm, the Pittsburgh Columbus one because Dubinsky always like cross checks Crosby the entire time. Washington Islanders, that'd be nice to see. I mean, that's who's who's the Islanders coach now? Barry Trotz. It's a Barry yeah. Trotz reunion. Also, you get to see the Islanders get smoked by the Caps. That'd be fun. But I think my matchup, I would want to watch Tampa and Buffalo. If Buffalo would be able to at least win one or two games, I think that could be fun in Buffalo. Plus, it's playoff hockey be back in Buffalo. That'd be legit. This is a hot take. Buffalo's not making the playoffs. So. Oh, they're not? Uh, I, think they, I, I think they are. Who's going to make the playoffs over Buffalo? Uh, Mont- I, Montreal? Buffalo's going to become bottom feeder. I don't know who's going to take their spot. I, I can see like a sneaky team like Carolina getting hot and winning, you know, winning like 8 of 13 and, and sneaking in. Um, but, yeah, from the east, I definitely think the Trots-Islanders matchup would be sick. Mm-hmm. Um, I, I'm a huge fan. I kind of like secretly like Columbus as well. I probably said that about 14 times of all these different teams. But, yeah, for sure, um, there's going to be no bad matchups. I feel mm-hmm. like this year there's so many like good players on all these teams that like it's going to be fun no matter what the matchups are. Yeah, no, I, I would agree with that. Um, 
I just I think it'd be kind of cool if, if Buffalo won a game. In the West, I I don't know. Um, I mean, I'm Winnipeg-Ked. Winnipeg-Dallas. I like both of those teams. But, I mean, Western Conference, you know, you know I'm a Winnipeg guy. So, uh, and Winnipeg would probably crush them. So, I'm good with that. Um, I think, is it Nashville-Colorado? I did this on my own. Yeah. So Nashville, Colorado, I would love to see. Mm-hmm. Nashville is super exciting to watch, especially in the playoffs. That happened last uh-huh. year, didn't it? What's that? Didn't they play each other last year? I think I pretty think sure. That's it. Um, you know, Colorado obviously has the best line in hockey, and then obviously, and then you know, San Jose and Vegas. I think those two teams. I think that would be an electric series. Mm-hmm. I think like hammer the over. Usually, you take unders in the playoffs. I think I would hammer the over in this. I think it would be great hockey. So. Um, again, there's really no bad matchups. Like, all of them are good. Yeah, no, I, I, it's really fun hockey to watch. And now that I, I kind of looked at it, like, people, and the Western Conference is a little bit more, I mean, Edmonton, Minnesota, and Vancouver all within two points of being in. But in the Eastern Conference, they have Montreal trailing Buffalo by a point, and then the closest one after that is Carolina trailing Buffalo by seven. So, yeah, I mean. I think the Flames, who would the Flames play? Flames would play the Ducks. That the Flames would hit seven goals a game. <laughs> I'm not even, I'm not even kidding. Like that would be a fun, like Ducks aren't not making it and Buffalo's not making it. Take that take that right now. All right, all right, I'll take that. Patty B, thanks for the phone call. If you guys have phone calls, send them in. It's five one eight three zero nine two five nine five. That's five one eight three zero nine two five nine five. He fumbled. Oh my god. Okay. Uh, moving on to our. Lee Stepniak's Heroes and Zeros brought to you by Lagos Sports. How do you augment that young group with a veteran player that brings stability, adds a little scoring punch, and has been around the block to make a difference? Tonight's focus is on that guy. Number 21, Lee Stepniak. All right, Lee Stepniak's Heroes and Zeros time. Do you want to go first or you want me to go first? Um, you, you can go first. All right, my zero of the week is myself for everything the New York Rangers can make the playoffs this year. Um... They're done. They're toast. They're not coming back. Uh, but the one thing I will say about them is they I don't think they really have that like that quit in them that they did with A V. Like each shift they're still going out there and they're doing, they're just not talented. Like they quit on the Lavignon. I don't think they're quitting on David Quinn. I just don't think they're that good. So uh Zero of the Week is is myself getting my hopes up that that ever could have happened. So I don't think you should be too hard on yourself, though. I mean, not that the team has given up, but they're hitting the point in the season where they're just tired of being on the road. There's a lot of distractions. They kind of realize what they are. Hank looks like he's kind of checked out a little bit, trying to make it to the all-star break. Zook is playing like he wants to get traded. Yeah. Um, Yeah, I mean, there's not much to say. I thought this team would finish ninth because that's what the Rangers would do on a year where there's such a big, uh, where there's two huge players to be drafted. So... Um, anything lower than nine for me is meeting my expectations. Okay. Passing them, so don't feel too bad. Thanks, man. That makes me feel a little bit better. I'm pretty sure I wrote a blog about how the Rangers might make the playoffs. Yeah. My favorite is, oh, yeah, Thanksgiving in the United States. Like, that's kind of when you know they're going to be playoff teams. Well, hey, guys, Rangers are a playoff team in Thanksgiving. Now look, so go fuck yourself. I don't believe that ever. If if I hear that again next year, I'm going to fucking freak out. Well, it is. It's like an 85%. Yeah, well... Fuck them. Well, who's your zero? Uh, twenty-four hour fitness. Okay. Um, so big, 
big fucking battle this week. Don't. <laughs> um, so I, I go in, like, I, and I go. I'm before, you know, I, I go all year long, you know, five days a week. They fucking closed half of the gym from 5 p.m. to 9 p.m. for personal trainers and their clients. And like, what, so what they have the, the gym dedicated to like three fucking people. So I, I made a fucking stink, and I said, you know, I had it all down. I'm like, you're closing this part of the gym from five to nine. You're only open 16 hours. You're closed 14. That's 25 percent, you know, of the time. I basically can't work out because I don't want to be with the other animals. So, you know, he ended up lowering it. Five. I don't pay that much, but he's lowered it five bucks a month for me. So okay. they can go fuck themselves. Okay. So sometimes you just gotta create I mean, a stir, though. Yeah, nothing wrong with stirring the pot at all, dude. Um, respect yeah. it. My hero of the week, it was going to be the morning skate with the new designs, but I talked about that earlier. My hero of the week is going to be Don Moore. Don Moore signed uh, over in Switzerland. He's playing with Kevin Optimus Klein. The boys are back. It's nice to see Don Moore. Uh, and, you know, it was it used to be Don Moore's Heroes and Zero, so it's 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 kind of a nice uh, how it comes comes back around and, uh, shout out to Dom for everything he did. I wrote a blog about him today. I actually really, really enjoyed watching him as a hockey player. He he was that fourth liner, you know, reliable, but he would always try to do like a 360 spinorama. It looked like shit and wouldn't work, but it's like, that's my Dom. So uh, here of the week, Dom Moore. Good for you, buddy. Go get go go get your shit. Um, so my, my hero, do these have to be like hockey related? Because both no. mine are. No. Okay, so my hero is, so I went up to Lake George, uh, for New Year's weekend, mm-hmm. um, I actually invited you, and you never showed. So, yeah, thanks. Um, but I went up there, and it was forty fucking degrees in the house. I ran out of oil because I just, you know, recently purchased the house. I didn't have an oil guy set up, so I'm calling all these. Companies oh, you don't have an oil guy? You need an oil guy. I I got well. Here's the thing. So I'm calling all these companies, and no, nobody delivers. Emer- does emergency delivers unless you like you have to have an account. Mm-hmm. So I didn't have one. So eventually, Chamesy, uh, his mom, who's part part one of the hero, got a, got this hometown oil. This guy calls me at like eleven o'clock at night, apologizing. He's like, "Sorry, man, it's Saturday night." He's like, oh, "Sorry, man, I was with my kids going to see Aquaman." Like, I'm so sorry. He comes in. He's got a vet hat on. So thank him for his service. And um, he came, filled up with oil. Finally got the fucking place uh, up and running. So. He's my hero of the week. Saturday night, just bringing the tanker down the driveway, filling me up with oil. So, <laughs> hell yeah, dude, that's solid. I'm yeah. glad I didn't go because I would have froze my ass off until eleven o'clock. Yeah, no, nothing that like a bottle of whiskey can't fix. That is true. And shout out to James' mom. Wonderful. James' mom and the vet. The vet for our service. The vet. All right. So those are our heroes and zeros of this week. Now we're gonna move on to our last segment: three stars. All right, Jim and Mike, thanks very kindly. A nice weekend for you. As always, our three-star selectors are stars of the hockey scene wherever we go on Rogers Hometown Hockey. All right, three stars time. We were doing Christmas. We were doing New Year's. Well, guess what? We're having our first snowstorm tonight. So top three things you dig about a snowstorm thinking that you're going to get a snow day. My third star. I love lighting some candles, dude. I like getting that ambiance flowing in the house. You know how it's like, kind of like it's warm. You have the candles going, the lights are out. It's kind of like the okay, this is kind of a very relaxing kind of setup. Candles, third star, easy, no brainer. 
candles are big. Mm-hmm. Um, my third star, because I was kind of having trouble trying to be a little bit unique with this, but this this actually brings me back to when actually snow days meant something mm-hmm. back in school. When you had like the snow day, you got to hop onto AIM and spit a little AIM game oh, yeah. and like hope your crush like hops on and mm-hmm. then, you know, you talk to her and you, you try to make some moves. Yeah. And I'll say this, like a snow day, like I don't know what it is, but you could become like cocky. Like, oh, yeah. Your confidence, oh, yeah. your work ethic, your maturity, just all skyrockets. You're just in a different zone. You're unstoppable. Um, yeah, you're unstoppable. Like, you have the you know the world by the balls. Yeah. And, yeah. you know, if I can capture that essence, dude, every day, I'd be a billionaire. So. Aim game. Cockiness. I like that. Uh, my second star, this is going to sound so dumb, but I love shoveling. I love fucking tossing on a podcast, packing a lip, which I don't do anymore. I got these coffee ones. I'm not going to tell you what kind until they sponsor our podcast by... Pack a couple of those or some sunflower seeds, and I, I shovel my my ass off, dude. And I actually kind of like doing it. Listen to the morning skate. Listen to you know some other podcasts. I'm not going to name because that wouldn't be good for the brand. But it's just I don't know. I love I love night shoveling. When when you got you got the light on outside, you can see the snow, and you're just you're just Other, fucking getting it's still coming down like a little bit. It's like little light flurries. Dude, night down. shoveling is a million times better than morning shoveling. Oh, it's not even close. Well, I so I'm I'm a huge. That was my actually number one. Ooh, Dude, okay. It was. Well, I'm gonna like make it now my number two, but okay. like with you, but I'm gonna add to it a little bit more. Okay. So like obviously throwing in the headphones, listening to music, podcast, uh-huh. whatever. Then you come inside and you make a little hot chocolate, maybe mm-hmm. throw a little splash of Bailey's in there, and you kind of warm up. And there's like a, just like a unique feeling to that. Yeah. Again, that like essence of having that snow day, mm-hmm. and you just uh, you know got the world by the balls. Right. It's like I'm so productive. I'm like a cowboy. I went out there. I did what I needed to do. And now I'm going inside. Mom, make me yeah. some fucking dinner. Yeah. yeah. Have the hot chocolate. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> Love it. Uh, oh, brings me to my first one. Uh, breakfast for dinner. I don't know why, but it always seemed like if there was always a snow day, come dinner time, there'd be some pancakes made. Some waffles made, maybe an omelet. I don't know why. I'm not normally a breakfast for dinner kind of guy, but when it comes to snow days, that's what we do around here, and I very, very much enjoy. It. I look forward to it. I love me some Belgian waffles Oof. or some pancakes. I love, I love the syrup. Put on some whipped cream, whipped cream for those at home. Uh, that, that's that's my number one star. I'm a big breakfast for dinner guy. Come snowstorm. Are you wa- are you like waffles or pancakes? Um, I. Uh, that's hard. I would rather. I think I'd rather have a waffle than a pancake, which is weird, but I don't know. I think I'm with you, but it's tough. I think it's a game time decision. Yeah, it is. I'm I'm eating regardless, and like I put peanut yeah. butter. I put pe- well, okay. So pancakes, I put peanut butter on my pancakes, and then syrup on top of that with the waffles. I don't think I put peanut butter on the waffles. No vanilla ice cream, dude. Yeah. Yep, 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 yep. Um, my last thing is uh. Finding a place to play pond hockey. I yeah. used to live right across the street oh, from a nice pond. One, dude. What, I'm such a fucking idiot. Dude, I am such a zero. I run a fucking hockey website and podcast, and I didn't even think about fucking putting hockey in for snow. For snow dude, bring the shovel down. Oh, my God. Dragging the net, like, down down the block and, uh, you know, throwing it on. And then you do a quick shovel with the skates on, yeah. and it's done in two seconds. And then, you know, you fucking you play hockey. Yeah. On a day off, like there's nothing better than that. Nothing's better than that. I should have been better than that. Fuck, that was a good one. Um, but yeah, that is the podcast for this week. Papa, thanks for hopping on. Do you have anything else to say? How's betting crashers going? You created a monster, fucking Bama. It's a two score game. We're not even at half yet. So sick. 
it's going good. I want to have uh, some more guests on and stuff like that, but you know, it's just uh, it, it's a fucking roller coaster. It really is. Like there's some way, like when you're down, you like don't even want to do the podcast. But like but then when you're up, you're like, I need. I can't I wait to hop on and tell people how good I'm doing. Yeah, I get yeah. That. Yeah. yeah, so it's you know it's a fucking roller coaster ride. You just gotta fucking enjoy it. And uh, um, sorry, I created a monster, but I hope you're enjoying yourself. I'm not right now. I'm not. One eight hundred gambler will help you if you're addicted. This, I'm not addicted. It's just kind of like holy fuck, dude. Alabama's supposed to be this powerhouse college football. Bear Bryant, all this bullshit, and now they're losing to Clemson. What's the score? Twenty eight sixteen, but this this fucking idiot's about to hit a field goal to make it thirty one sixteen, which puts it fourteen fifteen points. They, they need fucking three scores. Well, this is how you become a degenerate. You live bet Alabama down. Oh, you just double down. Double down, and they're down. How many points now? F- uh, fifteen. They're down fifteen, dude. Live I bet have. them. Live bet them to win. That's, <laughs> that's how de- de- degenerates. <laughs> wow. Wow, I totally botched that word. That's how they roll, so. I may have to do that. All right. Well, that was the podcast this week. Thanks for tuning in, guys. Try to be a little bit more regular on this shit. We will see you next week.